Welcome to a new episode of the Independent Films Podcast. This is Rahul Desai here. Uh, I'm a film critic for Film Companion. And I, as always, I have with me my uh, good friend and the wire film critic, uh, Tanul Thakur. Uh, we are going to be discussing um, a film called Jalsa, which released on Amazon Prime last week. Uh, it is directed by Suresh Shiveni, who, if you remember, made this film called Tumari Sulu, which starred Vidya Balan a couple of years ago. Um, this one also stars Vidya Balan and Shefali Shah, which is more or less a dream team as far as uh, uh, performers are concerned. And uh, um, Jalsa, just a few lines about the film before we get into a uh, 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 discussion uh, and I'm going to warn you here that there will be it will be a spoiler discussion because this is the kind of film that has a few twists and uh, it's based on a hit and run accident so you know if you haven't watched the film uh, stop listening now if you have uh, we will go into some nuances and details of the plot um, Jalsa is, as I said it's about a hit and run accident that occurs uh, very early in the film uh, um, uh, a celebrity journalist a reporter named Maya Menon who has her own uh, digital media company um, runs over a girl named Alia Mohammed um, and that girl uh, a teenager 18 year old turns out to be the daughter of her Maya's cook um, who is played by Shefali Shah her name is Ruksana um, so the basically the film after that is about Maya's uh, sort of morality conflict and her struggle to sort of cover up her tracks, whether she should, whether she shouldn't, and uh, an entire sort of a bunch of uh, subplots that unfurl in the Mumbai we see today. Uh, it, it, I I thought it was a very solid film. Uh, I think Tanul uh, thought the same too. Um, and uh, we will uh, get into deeper discussion about the film. Uh, Tanul, um, you know, uh, it, it's been actually a good year so far for Hindi films compared to last year. <laughs> Uh, because we've already had a bunch of very interesting films to discuss uh, uh, over the last couple of months. And Jalsa, again, Amazon Prime, not surprising, it's not Netflix. Uh, and, and, you know, very solid film. What were your uh, sort of expectations and first reactions sort of uh, going into the film? Yeah, I mean, it's very interesting. And yeah, obviously, Amazon Prime, uh, thankfully, at the helm of things. Uh, and it's only been three months so far. So, I mean, yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, uh, coming back to Jalsa, it's uh, it's it's really fascinating because I did not know much about the film. I'm sure, uh, uh, like you, had not seen the trailer. Did uh, I mean obviously I I, I knew that it uh, it featured uh, Vidya Balan and Shefali Shah, which as you said was just I mean it's an insane casting coup. Something that you think why was this not done earlier? Like. I mean, both of them have been around for one and a half decades now. So, so I mean, I obviously knew that. I don't know. I think uh, I did see two or three seconds of a clip. I don't know from where, uh, where uh, Shefali Shah looked in horror. And mm. uh, and that's it, actually. And perhaps it must have seen the uh, 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 poster. So, I kind of knew that maybe it's a thriller. Maybe, I mean, that, that's definitely uh, not a, say, a, a slice of life sort of a... Uh, what do you call it? Like a dramedy of sort, like it's a some sort of a thriller, or like the stakes are particularly high. But that's all actually. I mean, um, not much. So when I went into the film, and uh, it was just sort of taking me like first many minutes is just establishing mood and stuff like that, and then bang, that that hit and run thing happens, mm. and then you're like, okay, that's <laughs> this is interesting. Uh, let's see where this goes and all of that, and then. At that moment, uh, she just flees. And then I was just very conflicted. 
why mm. is she because she sort of set up as this as you would know as a really idealist journalist who sort of uh, 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 grills this judge or a tired judge i suppose and and he has to abort the interview and 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 she's very evidently glowing in pride and i'm just a demeanor she looks like this some proper mm. uh, you know um uh, so, so somebody to whom models uh, of propriety value a lot so when she does that i wasn't very sure i wasn't very sure uh, then in the subsequent scenes as to you know if this is not really a thriller but uh, if this is a drama then it's not really giving me enough meat uh, hmm. or uh, like uh, every now and then you would get like a very nice stretch of filmmaking but i wasn't really sure where it was going because i i still had questions like why did she not cover up that thing uh, by herself why is the driver getting involved and all that and like i really tend to harp on these inflection points perhaps more than necessary so these things were were were, were really bothering me but there were also things that i really liked that the performances were really nice by the end i think of the first hour or say 75th minute uh, i thought mm. that okay this is the pacing that the film wants uh, to be accepted at and i said that's fine all of that is pretty consistent so yeah i mean uh, we will get into the nuts and bolts of it later but these were my my feelings i would actually like to know your feelings about it and uh, i just i i couldn't get the chance to read your uh, review just because the last few days have been so crazy but uh, mm-hmm. yeah i mean if you can just you know just talk about that a little uh, because i mm-hmm. want to know if i was an outlier or were a lot of things clear to uh, you and people like you who like the film which is great to see i mean a lot of people like this film so yeah i mean that's uh, the long and the long of it for me yeah so i mean like you i was fairly <coughs> blind going into the film like it's a rare oh. occasion where i haven't seen a trailer or a clip i had no idea all i knew is that shefali chan mm. vidya balan same film which is why i was looking forward to it and and you know uh, I, i had no idea what it was about i had i, I knew that sort of suresh shivani's uh, film after tumari sulu so i sort of expected the same sort of slice of life slightly you know feel good uh, domestic drama of sorts maybe uh, i had no idea who they were playing so till i started watching the film i really did not know what to expect which was a good thing especially mm. in case of this film because you know yeah. as said within the first 15 minutes uh, the setup you really don't know what to expect you don't know which direction the film is heading in Uh, uh which is a good thing because it's more or less based on sort of a suspenseful event uh, uh, towards the beginning of the film so so yeah i i mean coming to your question i i was fairly uh yeah i mean i was fairly clear like i'm very wary of the way modern films tend to establish their environments especially in urban mm. dramas urban thrillers mm. because mm. a lot of broad strokes happen as you would know when mm. any mm. film or any indian film is covering journalism or journalists <laughs> yeah especially it, it tends to go woefully wrong very early on you know like it's i'm always very that journalism is the background of a film or the foreground of a film or mm. um, you know so as soon as i saw that vidya balan this powerful sort of idealist uh, very brave reporter who like stares down this retired justice during an interview and he, you know he stops the interview i was like you know i've seen this kind of scene earlier to establish it's too easy like it's 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 a very vidya balan thing to do at the same time because uh, because she is uh, like her image as an actress that more or less changed the landscape of mainstream bollywood uh, always ties into the character she plays so these you know these very strong powerful female characters that she does play mostly 
tend to be like the the lesser directors or lesser writers tend to like paint in very broad strokes as we saw in that uh, couple of biopics she's done over a couple of over, over the last few years so so i was a little wary as as maybe you were uh, in the beginning of the film uh, but as soon as the hit and run sort of happened um, i started to get very familiar uh, with with the tone and with the sort of rhythm of the film because mm. i am you know i I have to be honest. I'm a big fan of like morality dramas, like especially mm. in today's India, especially in today's Bombay. Uh, it's very interesting because the location forms such a the heart of you know most narratives here, and uh, and I found it very interesting that uh, you know they were fairly loyal to the uh, to the particular cross section of of demographic of Bombay that they were trying to. sort of show like showing vidya balan living in more or less a lower parel like a very swanky apartment um, you know with a cook uh, uh, ruksana who sort of is more or less a live in uh, uh, you know domestic help but she mm. as, as a result of which she doesn't have time for her own family and that's where you know the guilt and the drama starts stemming from so so you know the, i i kind of liked where the where, where the film sort of started off at uh, and you know i started to think about the first thing that occurred to me is like why would a film like this take such an easy coincidence like like sort of yeah, frame exactly yeah. as the conflict of the film like how what are the odds that your cook's daughter is the one you run over uh, yeah, yeah that's what i literally I can, yeah exactly I can, yeah i can totally get like the you know i i love the symbolism like you know there's this privileged hindu woman yeah. uh, and there's a obviously a muslim yeah uh, there's a muslim family at at the receiving end of it and that that's all very nicely done but um, you know the coincidences at the core like when we see this cub reporter sort of enter the uh, enter the sort of uh, film uh, we see that what are the odds that she was hired by uh, in the same company by vidya balan itself like she yeah. is the one who curious about the case she is the one who starts digging because you know ambition and idealism and first week in bombay and what not and and you know uh, so that's another coincidence and of course but if you go on if you go deeper into the film you start to realize that these aren't so i, I started to at least think about it and maybe rationalize it a little thinking these aren't so much um, you know so much coincidences as they are maybe devices to sort of define maybe the politics of the cultural politics of the film because you know uh, b- because the people at the receiving end here we see so many people sort of uh uh sort of their ultimate goal is money at the end and survival at the end right like it's whether it's a cub reporter whether it's a bunch of cops that we see in the film uh w- w- whether it is her driver uh for that matter yeah. uh, we see all these people from a particular um the the you know the sort of class divide between these two uh sort of sections of people and we see that you know more or less in most films everything goes again like it's almost like fate conspires uh, to screw over a lot of people like ruksana and alia and that uh, and for for that matter even for the the, the reporter or the cops uh, the, the you know the very typical mumbai cops that we see so fate conspires to screw them so often that i felt like the this, the language of these coincidences were sort of a counter narrative to that like fate is basically conspiring uh, to uh, prevent 
someone like Vidya Balan, who's a upper class sort of, uh, uh, you know, uh, different status of society to prevent her from getting away with what she's done. You know, she may or may not, she may be a good person, like we see in the beginning of the, a brave person who has integrity, who has, uh, who's an independent, who's an independent single mother, who's, you know, sort of very mutually divorced, uh, Manav Kaul plays her sort of divorced husband. And, you know, she's made this life and career for herself and she's made this image for herself. Uh, but at the same time, you, you, you know, to put such a character into a conflict like this, I feel like that entire bunch of coincidences that the plot is based on, I felt like was a very, for me, it was a very compelling way to tell us that, you know, uh, it can work both ways. It not, it cannot only screw over, uh, uh, you know, it, it cannot only uh, sort of conspire against one section of society, even the other section. This is how it would look if the same thing happened to someone in Vidya Balan's position, someone in Maya Menon's position. So I sort of rationalized it in that sense. No, absolutely. I, I, I understand. And uh, because, you know, it's very interesting. It's 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 a bit like the more you talk about the film, you think that the less sense it makes. Because yes. whatever points that you said about, you know, say your deviations with the film, which I think I would probably agree to most, if not literally all of them. And uh, and as, I, as you were speaking, I had a few of my own annoyances. Like, you know, I mean... Uh, I do not think of that thing as coincidental as much, like say the cub reporter joining, which I mean, it makes perfect sense when you put it like that in hindsight. But more than that, uh, uh, I thought that, you know, I I just found like I, I thought she acted really well, but I just didn't get the sense. Why was she mopey all the time, dude? It just, I just didn't get it. It was just very weird. So stuff like that. And so, you know, it's, but that's the thing. They did not look uniformly bad while watching the film because it's for me, it slowly was kind of getting better without me uh, uh, consciously sort of understanding it or processing it, actually, to, uh, to be more honest. And uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot of those uh, things really start to uh, go, uh, go towards the wayside as I mean, the film really starts to improve. And I, at one point, I think I just thought that I understood that perhaps that this is obviously not a thriller. This is, it's trying to do something else. I mm. kind of took a long time to be on the same page as what the film was or where it was going. And mm. I found out that it was directed by Suresh Trivedi after the film was over. And I was very impressed. I mean, <laughs> that's quite, that's really a very impressive range. Anyway, uh, so, you know, it's, it's just... Uh, it's just one of those things. I mean, and and as you said, the whole thing about coincidences, where you have that added layer of cops being also there, if not literally at the same time, but at least say a few. I mean, uh, twenty minutes before, or say an hour before, or almost. I mean, in the scheme of things, makes it uh, them present at the same time. So stuff like that. And but then it slowly starts to. And then I was thinking that okay, is this a relationship between these two women? Or, mm. or what's happening between Vidya Balan and Shifalisa. Because I obviously wanted them to share a, a, a screen time, a, a lot of screen time, obviously. I didn't even perhaps care whether it mattered in the scheme of things and stuff like that. Because, I mean, they are just just such great performers. Anyway, and, and this was such a powerful dramatic story centered on mm. them. And uh, so, yeah, I was just kind of, I was really lost. I mean, I mean it's a two-hour film. By say 85th, 90th minute, I was still trying to figure it out that he gets. Sure, it's not said like if I have to talk in terms of say novels, 
like let's say sure this is not a commercial fiction in the sense that this is not just a cut cut dialogues wala film or so plot mm. driven that it is so whatever that it just i mean that's not a pot, pot boiler for the lack of a better word yet on the other hand i didn't even get the sense that this is particularly deep or political or anything which i mean uh, can be simplistically called as literary fiction that you know mm. there is trying to sort of understand the human condition and stuff like that and it's the first uh, actually around the 85 to the 90s minute where i just i i don't know i i was very lost it doesn't happen a lot because more often than not say by the end of the first hour say if it's a two hour film especially i am pretty sure as i'm as i'm quite sure that so are many people right like an hour is a good enough time for a film to for you to understand where a film will perhaps end up at or where it's going and all of that it hardly happens that a film keeps you confused keeps kept keeps me confused for such a long time but this one did but uh, but and and then i mean the fact that uh, both vidya balan and shifali shah have not shared screen time say by the end of the 90th minute one proper scene has happened with them at the mm. at say the 48th or the 45th minute mark in the hospital perhaps that's it and it's just uh, So yeah, I mean, it was just one of those things. I mean, I'm going to stop at the 90th minute mark so that you can perhaps add more, and then we can perhaps talk about the last 30 minutes. I mean, this is according to my chronology. You are obviously free to, I mean, uh, jump and uh, jump back and forth in time. So yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, like that—that's as you said. You know, it's, it's sort of like the kind of film. Like while watching, you're fairly like I know of at least a, a lot of people who were watching the film. Uh, like regular viewers who were watching the film and things got so tense for them that they had to take breaks so now oh, wow. the, you know that tension that very primal sort of reaction to a film na okay you can't take uh, the level of tension that's happening of course it's about two mothers and of course it's about you know uh, uh, it's about like uh, at the core of it it's right it's about like women uh, being really territorial about their children as it should be and and you know that entire sort of intersection between so many genres right at one yeah. at one go like your your as you said you know it could have been any kind of film what i saw was so many parallel films happening at once yet it was never i was never say confused uh, uh, you know as to i didn't care first of all where the film was heading because i knew that it has a sense of purpose i don't know what it will be in the last 15 mm. or 20 minutes but i have a feeling that it will all be tied together for example i had no idea what the cops were doing in the film till the end like till <laughs> yeah. it was revealed that they were trying to cover up their own little crime right like that they yeah. were caught taking a bribe on camera and they didn't want that cctv camera footage to come out because of that and they were sort of running a deal against ruksana and her family to like let make them settle for their own selfish sort of reasons so i thought like it was never really defined right that you know you imagine that yeah. the cops had sort of met with vidya balan and decided to sort of suppress the case because it's a rich and powerful figure as usual which tends to happen more often than not in in big cities where it's a rich and powerful figure at the wheel and the news you know the sort of the event has to be suppressed so uh, that's when cops automatically spring into action uh, to cover up their tracks and to to make the victim settle and given that it happened so much in real life uh, you just assume that the police were acting at the behest of uh, of uh, you know vidya balan's company or her partner you know uh, who basically runs the company with her 
because he was handling all the sort of uh, sort of the the dirty laundry so to say and uh, you just hope that a lot of scenes were not shown but they you know they sort of translated onto screen uh, in the end and maybe they were lost in translation they didn't need to spoon feed us but of course eventually there's a reason for everything that happens and uh, reason we didn't see the cops is because they are on their own, in their own little film uh, the reporter as you you know it, it, she was sort of that very in any other film i felt like she would have been the hero of this film uh, of the film like she would have mm. been breaking she would have been the yeah. uh, sort of almost the um the opposite the sort of uh, rival of vidya balan in any other film because it would have been a journalism film then it would have been what journalism means in today's india and how it is sort of decaying uh, uh, at some level and how you know idealism can work to some extent so that's why i when i saw her character i thought she is going to be the one who breaks the story and who sort of uh, hunts down her own boss basically at the at the center of this entire hit and run so of course it didn't turn out that way and i i found it quite refreshing that every character was sort of a slave to their own needs and uh, their own ambitions uh, uh, in the end like even she uh, sort of accepted um, a sort of settlement in a way as did the cops as there were politicians involved at some point in the film uh, so i just felt like it it the, given that and in my head also i was dealing with like vidya balan's character and shefali shah's character as protagonists of two different films like at least that was because the coincidence of course can be jarring for someone who listens to the plot right like it uh, it's yeah. a bit in that sense so i was just seeing that okay uh, here is this celebrity journalist who has knocked someone down and is trying to cover her own tracks but is ending up being a hypocrite you know to her own image and you know very compelling narrative uh, uh, especially very timely for you know for the kind of times we live in and uh, uh, on the parallel sort of uh at the parallel end we see uh, a sort of uh, a cook who works for an in an upper class household whose whose daughter is knocked down by someone rich and someone powerful and she is basically caught in this turmoil of corruption and you know suppression and uh, uh, you know basically uh, everything that we see happening to marginalized communities in the country uh, so she is at the heart of all that the fact that it was correlated and interrelated at some point uh, of course was initially the weakness of the film but i, I think it eventually it sort of really defined what the film was trying to say about you know uh, about women and mothers about you know about uh, sort of the the concept of sort of caring and uh, a bunch of other things and i i just felt like the subtext was uh, for me very rewarding in the film you know it was especially today especially with you know kashmir files running riot uh, pardon the pun uh, you know across <laughs> <laughs> it was it it felt like a nice little subtle reminder of you know the fact that cinema can be uh, nuanced and it can be you know uh, very rewarding if you see what you know if you choose to see what is there between the lines and 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 you know it wasn't in your face there was never any muslim or hindu said throughout the film any upper or lower class any yeah. rich or poor said. what the film cast was you know subtext everything was subtext so i i really liked that the action the suspense the tension that everyone was crippled by by watching the film was actually secondary to uh, i i won't call it the message but the the purpose uh, of what the film is trying to say so oh, absolutely <laughs> that's a great point because that kind of reminds me 
that I should be kinder towards myself with respect to uh, referencing what I said at the start of the podcast or harping on say inflection points or transitions in the film because and uh, 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 something you said uh, that gave me this thought uh, yeah you use the word rewarding so yeah I mean you know I so I'll sort of contextualize that feeling I mean mm. sure it does jar that you know if a film has not thought through its transitions or how does it want to go from one point of say i mean low tension to a, a higher point of tension and stuff like that uh, i am so and as a result when when we talk about when we are talking about this movie jalsa we uh, at least to me there are many things that are still uh, they still feel coincidental but i think in this or any other film what i'm looking for with respect to transition is what is the higher gain or the reward as you said right sure we lose out on a few credibility points when things are a, a bit too easy they are a bit too coincidental they are a bit too smooth sure that is that is something uh, that could have been done in a more artful or or or, or a more sharp way but granted that this thing is there what does it give us in return and what jalsa gives us in return is something really remarkable so for me it really dwarfed not just that plot point uh, so not just uh, that point of say coincidence and again uh, uh, i think uh, i spoken a bit too much about it uh, there, there, there are other things as well that uh, uh, i thought were that jarred for me but that's the whole thing in the last 15 20 minutes the film really comes into its own and uh, for me for sure uh, so many of the things uh, fell uh, to the sideline because what it was aiming for was much higher uh, than say mm. that oh yeah this is so matlab too easy sort of a thing sure but uh, so i thought that was great i mean i kept just waiting for a confrontational scene i just kept waiting for something and there's nothing and that's the point and i thought that was very well conveyed the sense of confidence the sense of a uh, uh, strain uh not that restraint uh, is automatically good for making but the restraint that works that makes sense that the restraint itself is the message here among other things and it's just uh, it's it's quite amazing like that i mean that's i think in the last uh, uh the last section it really took me by surprise and i thought that you know and it just kept getting better and that's not something that 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 happens uh, quite mm. often even in good films good films often sort of uh, good hindi films i mean uh they may often start well i mean they even have their middle well but it, you just i mean it doesn't really aspire uh many times if not uh, obviously not all there are many exceptions but but in jalsa it just you just got the feeling that boss this is this is really smart more than smart this is very uh i just the way the tension is built and what everything is saying say so she gets stuck in the jam i mean mm. the jalsa itself uh, so to speak and and you get the feeling that okay there's just 6 to 7 minutes left and then that is sort of cross cut with her uh, with she uh, ruksana taking a uh, mm. differently able son to the beach and it's just uh, and, and but you still get the sense that how we are sort of primed to watch films to sort of receive films and things like that but it kind of really goes against your expectations and it makes a lot of sense why it does what it does and i think that's what i'm really looking for good filmmaking 
uh, wherein uh, a filmmaker is very very sure of what they are doing and those choices make sense like motivated mm. filmmaking you know it's uh, yeah all of that that i found in the last 20 minutes of jalsa which which really made me feel and it was just made with so much of finesse and so much of uh, mm. a delicateness and just without overdoing anything without as you said right that at the start of the podcast i don't even mention as much as say hindu muslim or say rich or poor and all of that or whatever right it's just it's just kind of there they're not even trying hard to make vidya balan's character likable which was very uh it was very impressive it's not easy uh that you know they they did not really give in to and they had enough options in fact vidya balan gets slightly worse she has that meltdown with her son as well wherein she calls him weird and all of that that uh, that guilt scene that is just so superb with shifali shah again i mean uh, only the two second of the last scene between them which is just so uh, uh, mm. uh, which has such a you know a big oral component and a big dramatic component uh, uh, to be more precise and uh, so yeah i mean it's 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 just this kind of filmmaking wherein so many things make sense and trying to do something say something in a way that you don't see in seen hindi films being made and and this is honestly this is the direction i thought the ott films or pieces should take obviously not all and you can have different sorts of films and all of that uh, but a lot of them can be mediocre as well that's okay for boilery stuff if not then well but you know things that are just just stripped down to its real, uh, real essence and you just you are just in sync with perhaps in sync with uh what the film maker is trying to say or just perhaps in sense uh, in sync with what the film itself how the film itself or what the film itself has spoken to you i i i found a lot of those things in the last 20 minutes of chelsea and i must say it just left me with with a feeling of i don't know a very complete feeling and it was a very satisfying feeling and hmm. uh, yeah that's uh, i don't know making sense but but yeah that's uh, that was my final Uh, a very reassuring warm feeling that the film gave me without cheapening it obviously i'm sure many people would have different reactions to the last scene uh, a lot of people may feel that it's more morose maybe whatever i thought it as a bit of a hopeful thing uh, it could have been the other way for me uh, and i could have still perhaps i think like the film just because i mean it's it's just open in the most beautiful way possible and it is just very sure of what what it wants to do yeah i mean like e- e- even for that matter like even the sort of casting coup we talked about like vidya balan and shefali shah in the same film uh, um, you know that wasn't really a gimmick because if yeah. there were sort of two male actors in the film you know this could have very this could have very well easily been with like you know this Uh, sort of uh, uh, a male journalist and you know sort of a male cook or a, you know whatever it is at uh, at the center of basically forming the conflict and and it but if you think about that that would have been a very different language very different tone in the film because you yeah. know the gender it makes such an important sort of uh, plays such an important role in how the, how subtle the film is or how sort of restrained as you said the film can be because because there are two women at the center of the film who have more or less lived together for a very long time but have not at the same time are not conditioned to acknowledge each other in the same spaces who just sort of take each other for granted in the same space 
I felt like that, you know, that equation between two women really sort of elevated the film, even though we barely see them in the same frame, as you said. Uh, I, I felt like that really elevated. Like the gender is not a, it's not the defining aspect of the film, but it is for me the definitive sort of symbol of why the film the is the way it is, why the film ends the way it does, you know, on the beach uh, where, where, where people don't know whether it's morose or hopeful or, you know, what to take back from the ending. But it could have been a far more mainstream and sort of very uh, on-the-nose film if there were two males at the center of it. That was what I was thinking even towards the end of the film because, you know, of course, uh, being mothers, uh, you know, both of them being mothers uh, plays a very crucial role in in a lot of decisions and in a lot of you know the way the the reason so much of it feels rewarding is i feel it's because of you know the way uh, uh, the script is constructed or based on two women so uh, you know for me both of them of course bonuses that you know they are in the same film together but it it uh, you know it it takes some sort of vision to have two such formidable performers uh, you know, of their generations in in this film and then barely have them sort of share any screen time together, but at the same time not realize that this is what's happening because, you know, both of them are out to sort of fight their own battles, not realizing that at least one of them doesn't realize it's interlinked to the other. So uh, I just thought, like, as you said, you know, very beautifully, um, it picks up steam in a very beautiful, in, in, in a very, very solid way. Uh, especially in the last 20 minutes, which is some of the best last 20 minutes I've seen in a while. Like, uh, if there was ever, like, an example of how to tie a film up together without really, you know, uh, beating your chest about it. And even the craft of, you know, even certain creative decisions in the film, you know, like, when you see um, sort of Vidya Balan, uh, Maya Menon's character sort of break down at the beginning of the film after the hit and run, where she screams in the garage, in the parking lot, uh, oh. after uh, uh, after getting the car back, you actually see her and hear her, you know, very piercing scream, like it's deafening. But when Shefali Shah's Ruksana does the same thing towards, you know, towards the end of the film, when she finds out possibly that uh, Maya, her employer, was the person uh, responsible for the accident, you only hear her from the outside. Like the camera, you, you notice it cutting to the place she stays in, to the sort of very... Uh, modest, uh, her very modest home, and you only hear her scream from the outside. And that entire language of seeing and hearing and not seeing and hearing, because even when Maya sort of gets very cruel with her son, that scene you mentioned, which was for me also one of the better scenes of the film, where she sort of loses her cool with Ayush, who is a differently abled uh, uh, son, and sort of takes out all her temper on him. Uh, we don't hear what she says, right? We paint these sort of, uh, we paint her words in our head, like we are just assuming that she blames him uh, for she she resents him for being in the situation of uh, for being in the situation of having to cover up her own uh, uh, mistakes for him so that she can take care of him in the future so you assume that she is exploding in front of him and blaming him for everything and blaming his condition uh, for her vulnerabilities as a woman today as a, because her motherhood becomes a weakness there but we never hear any of it the music takes over in that and and the camera again you know cuts to a wider shot and we we only hear her. we uh, i mean we only mm -hmm. see her we don't really hear what she's saying so i really like the you know that entire subtext of 
not letting us see certain things, letting us hear certain things. Of course, this is all tied into where they stand in society itself. Like because we don't see sort of Ruxana because uh, you know she is used to being unseen for most of her life, and it's it's the opposite with someone like Maya, whose entire career revolves around being on camera and uh, sort of uh, you know bringing the truth, speaking truth to power, so to say. Uh, um, that's her profession. So I just felt like that spiral of Maya into that dark space where she is torn between sort of being the woman she uh, uh, the nation probably needs her to be and being the mother her son needs her to be. I felt like that was really beautifully done and all these things are teased out. If you really want to see it only then will you see it, right? Nothing of it is given to us on a platter. There is never yeah. one scene that explains. Like so many filmmakers tend to have this monologue somewhere maybe towards the end of the film where one mother explains to the other that, oh, this is what it is. Oh, this is why I did so what I did. And this is what... So as you said, that confrontation never happens. We all have to read between the lines. And that is some of the most uh, rewarding watching, at least as a film critic, uh, you can do. Because most of your time is spent trying to understand and read a film. And when the film gives you answers, it tends to be very... Uh, cathartic almost like it was in case of this film like you are actually finding meaning in the craft you're actually finding meaning in the identity of the characters why they are named the way they are why they behave the way they do and when you start to tease out meaning from the film depending on who you are and what your perspective is whether I'm not going to use words like liberals or not because you know this is a very human film where every character is really flawed so depending on who you are you're sort of teasing out meaning in the film and I feel like that those are the best kind of films, especially, you know, in a country like this where it's not enough being subtle. It's not enough uh, uh, sort of promising, uh, um, you know, a sense of context, but not really delivering on it. So, uh, you know, it all, as you said, it, it all makes sense towards the end. Even the most ridiculous decisions taken by the film uh, uh, make sense towards the end of the film. And even the way sort of uh, Ruxana finds out about who Maya is where the boyfriend finally gathers courage to tell her. Uh, of course, could have been done at any point in the film. But, you know, you believe in the fact that he was so haunted by it and he was trying to escape it so badly that, you know, eventually he sort of had no choice but to come clean to the one woman who doesn't know the truth. So I, I just felt like uh, there were so many options, there were so many directions the film could have headed in. But, uh, you know, towards the end, it all sort of made sense. Yeah, absolutely. And <clears throat> I mean, that's the thing. It's it's just so important. It almost feels unfair. But uh, you may have a film where your first 80 minutes are really good or say first 100 minutes are really good. But you uh, bungle uh, the last 25, 30 minutes. I mean, j that's just how you're primed to watch yeah. and engage with the film that it kind of just feels that uh, it's not a good film. And of course, it's not because I mean, tying up your story and, uh, you know, just sort of, I mean, giving it some sort of an emotional finality or at least some closure, if not literally, but at least say thematically or how in the in the way it feels, I think it's a big, big talent. But yeah, I mean, uh, and, and and not that, I mean, Jelsa is say flawed or for the first 90 minutes consistently and suddenly something happens. But but yeah, I mean, it's it's just those things that, it just that's such a superb uh, a job of withholding information from us at various points. And it just makes sense. I mean, in fact, even to the extent of imper imperiling our our uh, uh, experience of it. And I thought that 
confidence that control was very masterful because that's not the kind of things we see in uh, hindi cinema mainstream hindi cinema not even the, on the ones on ott uh, as well uh, and uh, you would think that this is how filmmaking should slowly evolve say in a culture and all of that where you see more and more films where filmmakers are making this bold narrative choices uh, and and just being very sure of how they want <clears throat> the the viewer to sort of see the film to almost to sort of invite viewers or audiences into their fold and then almost see the film from their eyes uh, most hmm. of the times we have filmmakers groveling for uh, uh, audiences endorsement or or approval or things like that and and that may not be necessarily bad or off putting but uh, you also do want to see fl- some filmmaking with gumption and and conviction in fact so i thought that was really good about this film and uh, and yeah i mean you would just hope that this sort of i mean with, with ott at least i mean uh, there is no box office metric as such although uh, there are ways to measure how it's done and stuff like that but i think just the fact that it's been fairly well received should be i mean a uh, uh, consideration enough or confidence enough in fact <clears throat> for a uh, confidence uh, for other filmmakers and consideration for other producers that you know this mm-hmm. is the kind of stuff that people like we have seen a lot of people post about this obviously it's not a representative sample it's but, but it's just only people on social media but and um, i'm quite certain that be uh, like a regular uh, hindi audience member which <clears throat> say may not be so inclined towards say, watching art house films and all of that but but uh, somebody who's uh, at least for the last two years has gotten quite used to different kinds of styles of filmmaking has to netflix amazon hotstar even and and other ott platforms would not be put off by jalsa i think so uh, i mean sure there would be many who wouldn't like the film but but still i mean uh, this is the kind of film that can sort of convert so to speak like vivekan nihotri here but this is the kind of film that can sort of con- convert an audience member into thinking that ha this kind of filmmaking is also good uh, even though it is slow at places even though it doesn't hit the right buttons for me emotionally the kind i'm used to watching uh, so that always seems very nice i mean it, obviously it could be that i'm overthinking it and being over hopeful but but <coughs> but regardless it, it it just feels very nice to see somebody who works in a fairly commercial mode his last film was actually even more acceptable even more sweet but but still done with a lot of thoroughness and a lot of i mean a gentleness uh, yeah. a lot of finesse to sort of take mm. this route uh, sorry mm. yeah go on go on uh, yeah uh, so uh, to sort of take this route and to sort of uh, just in the second film evolve into a filmmaker uh, whose next film you would like to watch that doesn't happen a lot and and we are just strictly talking in the ambit of of commercial cinema that sort of possibility and 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 the feeling that this film gave mm. me uh, not just like cinema, thematically or narratively but just in general about the possibilities of the kinds of films that can happen in this space uh, as well uh, i think that was very reassuring uh, i could be wrong but yeah that it it it, it did feel like that in the moment hmm. yeah it, it really was for uh, you know someone like suresh shivani uh, uh, very like not an extreme pivot as such but like it it just felt hmm. like the first film was leading up to something uh more real and more um i'd say what risky in a way like almost like 
a little more brave in that sense because the first film was a very likable uh, you know not an irregular coming of age story that we saw mm-hmm. uh, you know vidya balan uh, one of her better performances too so um, you know to to have this second film sort of do the things it does you know without really as you said you know getting cheap about it and without really succumbing to these tropes of of you know uh, of sort of uh, the way uh, you know women who tend to be portrayed on screen or the way uh, people tend to be very obvious when they have two very solid actresses at the helm of things um, I, i thought that was very mature filmmaking and and you know that's uh, that's really good on you know someone like uh, good on someone like him because uh, this was not an easy film to write by any stretch of imagination i don't think it was uh, as as you even earlier mentioned in the podcast um, it may just look ridiculous on paper like how will you get past the first 15 minutes like how do you get past it like it's so difficult to uh, sell it to people who are looking uh for deeper meaning and and you know the fact that they really do it and uh, they really deconstruct our perception of you know what uh, mainstream hindi cinema is like and what you know uh, what fate and spirituality and you know uh, 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 sort of all, all these themes like you know religion and all to really deconstruct all of that in a space of say 2 hours and uh, really pick it up in the last 20 minutes is you know is a very formidable achievement and uh, uh, and of course for me you know it, it a lot of it rests with the kind of performers uh, they managed to rope in what did you sort of make of the cast and what did you think of of, of the performances i really enjoyed it uh, in the sense that uh, i mean first i mean something that we've already spoken about uh, a fair bit is that it's uh, it's really interesting the way rivini uses both uh, uh, both shefali shah and vidya balan together which is to say that doesn't use them together almost at all uh, mm-hmm. i thought that was very interesting but just other than that and and something that i remembered uh, midway uh, a thought came to my mind midway through the podcast was that The, as i was saying that you know the the stretches where even when the film is not working but uh, say not working say on a narrative level or say on a on not thematic level as such but at least narrative level uh, there is you're still hooked i remember because there is just such good acting it's just such good acting i remember uh, especially one scene uh, wherein uh, i was just uh, think, thinking that you know theek hai let me just see where this is going and then suddenly shafali shah calls uh, uh uh ayush i think uh, her uh uh vidya balan's mayamenan's uh, differently abled son and yeah. they just have this nice moment on the phone which is just so well done it's not again yeah. done for you know it doesn't look cheap it doesn't look easy it doesn't look convenient or trite or all those hazar adjectives that we use in the reviews it doesn't look all of that at all for me at least for sure that's something that i can say and 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 so and and even otherwise it uh, uh, even the whole plot of making this kid differently able could have just look quite ridiculous in a film like that, uh, in in most films but it doesn't here mm. because it's just that the kid is really good that is very good acting obviously i mean you have roni hatangade who is just such a seasoned performer herself and it's uh, the moment she's there in the film so whenever so that's the thing right like if we can divide it into say three four very broad subplot one subplot or one setting if not subplot if one setting say is vidya balan home if one setting is say vidya balan alone shafali shah alone the three 
if fourth is even say the the the, the cops and all of that uh, cops journalists miscellaneous all these four portions are just really uh, uh, well acted you know the cops more and podar more especially played by mm. very very impressive uh, actor and um, you obviously have shifali shah who is who is just good so is uda balan so so that's the thing it's now i think uh, it, it it's making much more sense to me why i had not completely written a uh, film off and why i was still hanging on to it and wanting it to get better it doesn't happen a lot because those things uh uh, uh uh the performances are just impressive across the board and even i mean uh say uh ruksana's husband uh, who is playing a sport boy he's kind of playing yeah. a sport boy in his own life like you know in a sense is a background filler can't do anything or say even alia in those brief stretches or or rizwan her friend stuff like that right so it's uh, wherever the film was going it was uh, and coupled with good writing that justifies a scene right like mm-hmm. even if it said the, the strings that those scenes like say if scenes are say clothes on a clothes line like those individual clothes are quite nice even if they have problems with the strand itself connecting them so yeah. and you know that it's not easy to do those things to to like you know uh, write moments that feel real write moments that feel you know a uh, uh, funny and all of that there is interesting enough uh a uh, diverse enough modulation of tone it's not a one tone thing so <laughs> sorry all of those things are obviously there but it's it's really a uh, a uh, uh, held together by by some very fine performances i quite uh, i quite like that and i think yeah i mean in hindsight i think that was one of the reasons big reasons that i feel that uh, the movie really kept me uh, going because i think it perhaps it could have been a uh, uh, times where i may have given up on a film like this and i could have registered its uh, its uh, the ingenuity or the or the what do you call it uh, the finesse of its last 20 30 minutes but it wouldn't have been enough for me to to push me to the other side but uh, but i think just the fact that this was one common thread that that runs throughout the film uh, was i think a major major factor yeah Yeah I know it I know it's a cliche to say it but you know often more often than not in such films performances really do, do sort of uh, elevate the film and do you know sort of just smoothen the wrinkles that are otherwise very obvious in say the writing or the filmmaking or whatever it is uh, and especially in this case like fantastic cast as you mentioned all of the supporting there was there was there was really no false note as yeah. as far as performances were concerned even the kd you mentioned ayush uh, surya i think the actor's name uh, mm. he actually has cerebral palsy so it's a rare case of oh. you know some someone oh. embodying the character uh, some, you know some basically as far as representation goes it's it's a big step you know you don't often yeah. see differently abled uh, adults forget children uh, play yeah. uh, play you know such crucial roles such meaty roles in a film so i thought uh-huh. he was really is one example that just comes from my i think that's probably the only example perhaps yeah very very few and and that yeah, too yeah. as something like this where you know uh, a whole deal depends on how we look at maya's relationship with her son that she's never really been around but at the same time she uh, you know she's sort of placed cameras around the house to see him grow up in a way or to see his evolution in a way not for security uh, purposes as much as sort of missing out on his growing up years or 
on on his because she almost doesn't have the heart to see him sort of uh, you know uh, navigate her own condition that's why you have not one but two helpers like her own mother who's ro- played by rohinia tangadi and shefali shah's ruksana they are more of mothers uh, to ayush than you know maya is so which is again what forms such a great core of the film and i feel like vidya balan was really really good uh, in playing mm. a character that of course has shades of everything uh because as we know you know you cannot define uh, a, a person with one you know you cannot box a person in with with an adjective you cannot say that this is a good person who did bad things or this is a bad person who uh, who has a chance at redemption it, it's never like that it's it's a bunch of so many things that intersect uh, it's a bunch of reactive emotions that sort of combine to form a person at a particular point of time and i thought vidya balan was phenomenal as maya because she always gave out this vibe that she almost hopes to be punished for what she did even while she's trying to cover up her tracks like even then because she goes against like her partners like uh, uh, you know sort of wish to to let the reporter sort of work on it because anyone else would have just fired that reporter and sort of just shut her down and never heard from her again but maya is at the same time you know chastising that reporter but also letting her Uh, uh you know not exactly stopping her from finding out the truth so you feel like maya is trying to sabotage herself because she feels like she's crossed the line and she doesn't deserve to be where she is right now and she feels terrible about what she did to ruksana so just that vidya balan lends that kind of complexity to maya's character where you know people like us can actually uh guess uh you know about what she was actually intending to do or what she was actually feeling towards the end of the film and I, i thought that was great and shefalisha also so different from what she usually does because she's been playing yeah. urban character for the longest time now and to to do a role like this and still remain so and still you know really retain that power of her face and one of the most expressive faces i've seen uh, to retain that power of her face in context of a plot like this uh, i felt was very good you know they didn't overdo her dialect or her accent or authenticity of where whether she looks like uh this this um uh, muslim cook working in upper it it all ceased to matter because of the way she played that that particular character and because of the kind of grief and numbing sort of agony she was going through through most of the film while her daughter was uh, sort of in a coma for the most of the film i, I thought very very sort of nuanced and very well uh, like very performances that were very alive to the world around them and and that itself is such a Uh, it's such a change from you know uh, basically seeing character portraits or character types in films because you cannot slot any of these characters into any box and and that for me was one of the uh, the most sort of best aspects of the film because uh, because these 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 moments towards the end where maya is in the car and stuck in the jalsa Uh, uh, uh trying to get to the beach or whether it's you know sort of ruksana at the beach and leaving ayush next to the water um you know those scenes as much as you imagine them when you're writing them on paper to translate them onto screen with uh, with the sense of like uh, with this sense of weight and and sort of almost the gravitas of of what it means in context of their journey i feel like only actresses like these two could have really pulled it off and and without really saying anything with you know music taking over towards the end and sort of just it, it feel like the film is like a wave crashing into the shore uh, in the last 15 minutes and it just 
comes to a crescendo it thanks to mostly to their performances for me at least yeah absolutely i think uh, that's all from me yeah, is there something that you want to add uh, or ask or discuss around uh, yeah no that's pretty much it because yeah, uh, yeah. I, i think yeah i mean it was uh, a fine fine film and i think we covered most yeah. aspects so uh, there's nothing else right from your part yeah no i think uh, just just yeah i mean this is great to see that uh, i i i i didn't expect that i'd watch something like jalsa so early in the year which is which is just very yeah. nice to see yeah it can go only two ways from here like either it's all down <laughs> or all just but uh, yeah i mean i'm yeah, i'm thankful yeah. for the last few months as far as films are concerned let's see where it goes a uh, lot of streaming releases lined up for the next couple of months and uh, hopefully we'll uh, tanul and me will also be back soon uh, discussing the next uh, interesting film um and uh, thanks for listening and do write in to us and if you watch jalsa do write in to us with your feedback what you thought about the film uh, our email address is rahulnoles@gmail.com and thakurtanul@gmail.com uh, and uh, yeah and and feel free to uh, sort of reach out to us on social media twitter facebook wherever and uh, yeah and keep listening and uh, thank you once again and we'll be back soon